Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You don't have to dip forever. You know that rhymes. You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I, I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. Oh, that's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Chew. Go, put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it, 
until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever, ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one, get two. Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE. Why is it important that the president's son is a disaster? I mean, let's be honest. Hunter Biden isn't president of the United States. Joe Biden is. So why does it matter that Hunter Biden is a complete disaster? Well, this is when it gets uncomfortable and this is when it gets icky. And we're going to go down the top three things that are really, really scummy about Hunter Biden tonight. We have Senator Ron Johnson on. We got a great show. But let's let's talk about this for a moment, because I'll be honest. When my production team and I, we were discussing this special we wanted to do on Hunter Biden. Some of this I don't love. Why? He's not an elected official. It's the president's son, not the president, right? It's not, Hunter Hunter Biden officially holds no power whatsoever. He's not the president. He's the president's son. Do we want to go after him? But we came to the conclusion, yes, because... All sons are not equal, right? I mean, look, if, if I have a bad throwing arm, it's not that big of a deal. I come talk to you for a living. I'm right here on the first every single night, 9 o'clock Eastern time, talking to you. If I can't throw a baseball or a football, what difference does it make? Because I'm just a TV host. If I get drafted by the New York Giants to play quarterback and I can't throw the football, then it matters a lot. The president of the United States has a son who's an absolute grease fire. That becomes a big deal the second he becomes president of the United States of America. Because apparently he and his son are intertwined somehow, as father and son would be. And by the looks of things, it looks like Joe Biden has used his position of political power to... Help, is that fair? Help, boost, get Hunter out of a jam or two, time and time and time again. Now the real damaging info, and this is what's crazy about all this, because I'm about to go over the three biggest things, but the real crazy thing is this. The worst stuff, the absolute worst stuff between Joe and Hunter Biden, we don't know, right? Think, Think about what we know. And I know you've seen all the dirty pictures and stuff like that. Don't worry, we're not showing you anything like that tonight. You know it's a family show. But the worst stuff, the most corrupt stuff, you don't know. You and I don't know. We'll never know either. That's what should bother you a lot. How deep does that rabbit hole go? How deep is Joe Biden in that rabbit hole with Hunter? And you remember this art project, right? The art project. Hunter Biden, of course, he's a a drug addict and a total, total just grease fire of a human. We all know someone like that. I'm not judging him for that. Lord knows I got plenty of my own problems. But of course, now he's selling art, selling art, which wouldn't be the big deal, right? Okay, Hunter Biden is going to 
stop doing meth and do some finger paintings for the kiddos or something like that, except it's not that at all. He's selling pieces of art ranging from 75000 to a half million dollars. Now, I know what you're thinking. Okay, well, that's fine. What's the big deal? Good for him. He's getting a little cheddar. Um, it's a really big deal. Hunter Biden's not some established artist who's going to get 75 and very much not going to get $500,000 for a piece of art. He's getting paid for this art specifically because he's the president's son. Which, okay, look, if I'm, if I'm being nice, and you know what a nice guy I am, if I'm being nice and I say to myself, all right, look, okay, so he's getting a lot of money because he's the president's son. That's kind of the way it goes, right? The, the, the children of the rich and famous, they don't live like you and I live. They do have access to things. They have better cars and pretty girls and hospitals and everything. They, they, they have the best medical care. They have the best jobs. They get, you know, they, they, the, the life is one big red carpet for them. Oh, big deal. Okay, so he's getting $500,000 from someone. You're right. It wouldn't be the end of the world if we knew who that someone was. You see, not only are people paying $75,000, for pieces of Hunter Biden's art, we don't know who these people are. That, that can't be just glossed over. That can't be looked past. That, especially when you combine it with everything else in Hunter Biden's life, that's a really, really, really big deal. I mean, we have, we have uh, Obama's former ethics director, Obama's former ethics director, his name's Walter Schaub. He said, quote, the notion of a president's son capitalizing on that relationship by selling art at obviously inflated prices and keeping the public in the dark about who's paying, who's funneling money to him, it has a shameful, gritty feeling to it. Yeah, to put it mildly. And okay, that in and of itself, maybe you can say that's not the end of the world. All right, there's some weird Hollywood dirtball that doesn't want people to know he's into Hunter Biden's weirdo art. Okay, but when you combine that with story number two, what's story number two? Oh, I don't know. It's Hunter Biden still owing ten percent, still owning ten percent equity in something called Bohai Harvest RST. What do you need to know about that? Oh, I don't know. It's in Shanghai. It's in Shanghai. We have a Biden family, Hunter Biden specifically, with some really, really, really deep, dirty-looking ties to our biggest foreign enemy, China. Remember, this is the Hunter Biden that hopped on Air Force Two when Joe was vice president, cruised over there, and while Joe Biden shuffled down off the plane to go get slapped around by the Chinese, Hunter went somewhere else. Hunter went and scored some sweetheart deals. Why? Why? Uh, the Chinese, uh, they are our enemy. I don't like them. I make no bones about that, but let's be honest with ourselves here. These are not stupid people. Why would the Chinese continue to pour money into a human grease fire? The Chinese can invest with anybody they want. Instead, they look at the human crack pipe and they pour money into him. Why?
well, let's be honest about this. I, I could say whatever I want. By the grace of God, the first lets me say whatever I want. So I'm just going to come out and say whatever I want here. It looks like the Chinese bought off Hunter Biden so they could have access to Joe Biden. And if that's the case, then where are we as a nation? If the president of the United States of America is not only A, a half-functioning adult, which he is now, but B, embed in some way with our number one foreign adversary, where does that leave us? Well, not in a very good place, right? And we remember the emails. Right? You remember Hunter Biden's emails? All those scummy emails that came out showing this deal and that business deal. And remember, there was even a witness, a former business partner came out on the news and said, I was part of this. I know all this. This stuff really happened. You remember that, right? And you remember the media buried the story? And when I say bury the story, remember this, because this may have been the best evidence of media corruption I've ever seen in my life. New York Post runs this story on Hunter Biden's emails. Twitter stops the New York Post Twitter page. Not only did they stop the Twitter page, they banned anybody from posting the Hunter Biden emails on Twitter. And then the entire system decided they were going to get together and call this, what was it again? Russian disinformation. Well, it wasn't Russian disinformation. It was all very, very, very real. So we have the system protecting Hunter Biden and his dirty past. We have China investing, investing a lot with Hunter Biden for no apparent reason. I didn't even bring up his sweetheart deal with Ukraine that has corruption written all over it. And again, all this stuff aside is one thing, but when his dad is the leader of the free world, this becomes a really, really, really big deal. Parents, I'm a parent myself. My kids are 10 and 12. I hope and pray none of them turn out to be grease fires. Maybe one of them will. And maybe you're watching this and one of your kids is one. Okay. I don't want to be that. I, I feel bad for you. It happens. I'm not even judging Joe Biden for the fact his son's a grease I'd never judge you. It might happen to me. I, I don't know. It happens. Life happens. But when you're the president of the United States of America, you can't have ties like this. And you can't have a son like this. Because it's not about Joe Biden or Jill Biden. It's not about Hunter Biden. It's not about anybody named Biden. It's about the United States of America. That's what's at stake now. And having this man this close to the Oval Office when he's this dirty, it is a big deal. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. Now, I'm very much looking forward to this. You know who we have? Coming up next, we have Senator Ron Johnson, who has been bringing it. There aren't many, you know I don't like very many senators. Senator Ron Johnson's coming up. Hang on. Well, this is going to be a special treat for me. Joining me now is Senator Ron Johnson. Senator, I... I don't judge anybody for having a kid that maybe goes a little haywire. I've got two kids myself. I hope none of them do, but who knows? I mean, life happens. But 
I say it is a very big deal that somebody that close to the president of the United States of America has this many problems and Chinese investments still and the emails. I think it is a big deal, but am I wrong on that? No, you're not. And let's face it. I don't think anybody takes any joy in uncovering and investigating the, the trials and tribulations of Hunter and Joe Biden. But the fact of the matter is that Joe Biden is now president of the United States. Uh, he he is known and he has lied about his knowledge of his hundred of his uh, son's overseas business ventures, uh, and those business ventures could pose a real counterintelligence and extortion risk to the United States of America and to U.S. foreign policy. And the media hasn't owned up to it; they've just dismissed it. Uh, it's it's just unbelievable, really, how this has been covered up and suppressed in media and social media. Can you explain, before I play, move on to this Tony Bobulinski interview and play this clip, but can you explain why this poses a national security risk, a foreign intelligence risk? Well, we don't know all of the financial foreign entanglements of Joe and Hunter Biden. We, we simply don't know. And so all of a sudden, you're president of the United States. The Chinese government probably completely knows every financial transaction that the Hunter Biden is ever engaged in in China, as does Russia as do people in Ukraine, in Kazakhstan. And, you know, there's an uh, article in the UK Daily Mail. It's not coming out of the United States. I think it came out of, the, out of a foreign uh, press uh, outlet, but talking about another 13 or 14 other countries that Hunter Biden was, you know, basically trying to profit off the family name. So we have no idea what is underlying uh, all those financial entanglements, but those foreign governments do know and they could extort the United States president and his State Department and, and the government into uh, enacting foreign policies that aren't necessarily in this nation's best interest because of those uh, entanglements. Oh, gosh. And you brought up you brought up the cover-up. I want to play this clip for you real quick, Senator. I'm sure you've heard it. This is Hunter Biden's former business partner. In dealings with the Chinese, I've heard Joe Biden say that he's never discussed business with Hunter. That is false. I have first-hand knowledge about this because I directly dealt with the Biden family, including Joe Biden. I have also heard that Vice President Biden said on Tuesday that Senator Ron Johnson, the chair of the Senate Homeland Security Committee, should be ashamed for suggesting that Biden family sought to profit from their name. Well, here are the facts I know. And everything I'm saying is corroborated by emails, WhatsApp chats, agreements, documents, and other evidence. Senator, are you ashamed? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I feel completely vindicated. You know, now, now Hunter is uh, entering the art world and selling his paintings to as much as as for as much as five hundred thousand dollars to anonymous buyers. Like, like that doesn't represent a conflict of interest. That that's not nothing that the, the pre president Biden's not or shouldn't be concerned about. Uh, this is beyond absurd. And of course, there are conflict of interest. And of course, the Biden family was profiting off the Biden name. You can't explain how uh, Brisma would pay Hunter Biden uh, close to four million dollars, possibly over four million dollars, for being on the board. What, what did he bring to the table? Absolutely nothing other than the connection, the Biden family name. And, and some kind of a, a favor sometime in the future. 
Senator, okay, you're, all this looks terrible. The artwork thing in particular just absolutely reeks of possible foreign money and foreign influence when they want to remain anonymous. But is any of this illegal? I mean, if it's not illegal, how can it not be illegal? Well, if, if there is actually a quid pro quo, you know, we, we heard that term time and time again, it possibly could be. But in terms of artwork, that's not necessarily foreign interest. It could be. But it could be wealthy individuals just in America that are looking for some type of tax yeah. break or some type of regulatory easement. Uh, we have no idea. It, it, it really should be uh, certainly not uh, allowed, and it should be fully disclosed. Senator, you, you brought up the, uh, uh, this obviously could possibly buy some influence, you know, with the president of the United States of America in, in our foreign adversaries. What have we seen out of the Biden administration so far as it relates to Russia, as it relates to China? Have they been, has he been soft on them? Yeah, we've seen weakness. Uh, we, we see him crawling to the table, hoping that the, the uh, Ayatollahs in, in Iran will get, you know, let us back into an awful deal. Uh, he went ahead and basically waived any sanctions uh, against the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which poses a real geopolitical threat to, to Europe, and just g gave that to, to Russia, no concessions whatsoever. Uh, in terms of China, I I'm not seeing him effectively push back on China's malign actions, whether it's in Hong Kong or you know the, the theft of uh, all of our intellectual property in terms of uh, cyber attacks and that type of thing. So uh, you see across the board, whether it's the uh, Hamas in, in firing rockets into Gaza, whether you see the actions of China over Taiwan, uh, you just see these countries testing the Biden administration, and what they see is what they perceive as weakness, and that's what uh, President Biden is basically showing them. Why? Why is he so weak? I guess I, ha I struggle with this because, okay, Joe Biden's a left-winger. Uh, he and I are not going to agree on really probably anything as far as issues go. But how does it benefit them to have the United States of America get pushed around by the Ayatollahs of all people? Why? Why be weak? Well, first of all, he shares a worldview that President Obama had. And President Obama didn't really view America as an exceptional country that uh, should really exert its influence on the rest of the world. Uh, and I, I, I'm frequently reminded of uh, uh, Obama's defense secretary, Robert Gates, the comment he made about Joe Biden. He's been wrong on every major foreign policy, national security issue for the last 40 years. Uh, you know, that, that's not only a description of the past. It's also a prediction for the future as well. Yeah, that's a fact. Senator, thank you so much for giving us some time today. Senator Ron Johnson, thank you, sir. Stay well. I still can't wrap my mind around the communist mind. Does that make sense? Like, I understand. We, you and I have talked about this a thousand times, about how these people, they feel the same way about America that our enemies do. That's why they're always aligning themselves with China and Russia and things like that. That's, that's how these people think. But it seems so self-defeating in the end, right? Don't you want to leave a better life for your kids? For your grandkids, your great-grandkids, if you ever get to meet them one day. But the communist doesn't think like that, and it fascinates me. All right, we got Scott Hansel coming up. Red State, we'll be back. On the Jordan Harbinger Show, you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them, from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger Show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years. 
was solely dedicated working on the cover. Now I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink. The guys come in. I'm going to go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money. Bam, I give her a hundred dollars. If you're with the mob, I say, hey, Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. Newton Group Transfer. They are here to help you if you're stuck in a timeshare. These stories from people who have these timeshares and can't get out of them, they're shocking. These timeshare companies, not all of them, but so many, they get their hooks into you and you can't give them up. You can't give them up or they'll, they'll do things like they charge you thousands of dollars. One girl, she got past her timeshare when her mother passed away. She gets past the timeshare, doesn't want the timeshare, doesn't use the timeshare. They tell her she can get out of it for $4,000. She has to come up with a $4,000 check. This is not right. It's unjust. And Newton Group Transfers is here to help you. If you are in a timeshare and want out or know someone who is, Call 888-845-3773. That's 888-84-JESSE. Or go to timesharejesse.com. Newton Group Transfer. They will help you out. Every major national, international, and local News operations looked into it, has said it's a lie. This is the president's flat line. So there's not been a scintilla of evidence pointed out that anything is wrong. There's not a single solitary scintilla of evidence anywhere. There's not been one scintilla of evidence that my son ever interfered, that I ever asked me anything, that I ever got involved in anything. I mean, come on. This is... So... <laughs> These so, guys are amazing. So you think that everything that happened was kosher? You know there's not one single bit of evidence. Not one little tiny bit. Not even a tiny bit. Come on, man. Joining us now to talk about that and other things is a resident polling expert at redstate.com, our friend Scott Hounsel. Scott, come on, man. <laughs> right. right. Again, this is what's so frustrating about this is that they ran on every single single sourced anonymous sourced article about Trump for four or five years. Anything, anytime a whisper came and there was a national story about it, yet we have travel records and financial records on Hunter Biden and we are not allowed to question it. Yeah, that's that's honestly, I think the media cover up part of it is as damaging as the actual current national security concerns. Because if we right. can't rely on the media to ever dig into a Democrat, where does that leave us, Scott? See, that's the whole point behind this. I mean, Jennifer Van Lahr, our managing editor, and I were writing on this in October of last year. We received a, uh, a dosset of like a, just a ton of information on Hunter. And so instead of just going on, oh, we've got this, this document that says it, we went and independently sourced it through uh, Secret Service records, uh, travel records, financial records, 
all these things we put together. And then even then, the NBC and the mainstream media called us conspiracy theorists and, and, and just were talking about how biased we were but never once looked into the sourcing we used or or the data we used to back it up. It's extraordinarily frustrating as a journalist who's trying to really get the story out. Wow, you actually looked into real documents and stuff? That sounds like journalism. I don't think I've ever heard of that before happening in the country. Tell me, unpack this for us, take as much time as you want. What did you guys find? What did you see? Well, I, I think the the better question is is to start with a logical question. Obviously, there's the data and the science and the and the information behind it to show. But without Hunter's tie to his father, what justification, what rationalization, what qualification does he have to do business in the Ukraine and China? He's not an oil and gas expert, yet he sat on the board of an oil gas company. He's been dealing with, uh, again, the national security issues of like Hennages. We wrote about this last year. Hennages is a company, an uh, auto manufacturer that made anti-vibration technology for the Joint Strike Fighter program. We reported on this October of last year and the mainstream media said, no, you're crazy and you're nuts. And now all of a sudden it's kind of like allowed. It's this mea culpa. This happens to do uh, with the story that I'm writing that's gonna be out today. Are we allowed to talk about it now? Are we allowed, is the mainstream media and our big tech overlords allowing us to cover the news now? Is that what's happening? Well, Scott, I mean, look, I hate to get sidetracked, but isn't that what we have just now as, as journalism in this country? The second anyone brings up anything damaging, especially on the right, they are shouted down. Oftentimes their social media page is eliminated. They're canceled, whatever the case may be. Everyone's told to shut up, don't talk about it. You're not allowed to say that. And then right when we get to the point where the truth won't do us any good anymore, they say, oh, okay, we can come out and say it now. We're learning this about COVID lockdowns. We're learning, learning that this happens about everything. You're not allowed to speak the truth until it's too late for it to do any good. This seems to be a problem that keeps happening. I, I do because I don't think the media has lost enough of the public's trust. Once they have essentially yeah. zero public trust, they'll eventually have to do something because people are going to start turning them off or turning to right-wing sources. While, while I've been writing about the, the origins of COVID-19, when we've been talking about the uh, last couple of weeks, we're talking about the funding we've done through the NIH, Peter Dosok, this he's a real-life Bond villain that's kind of towing, you know, tugging the strings behind the, behind the scenes everywhere. All these things that have been sourced, people have been coming to Red State and saying, finally a source that I can trust. Finally, the data and information and, and look, here's the NIH study showing that the funding occurred, as opposed to, you know, just a, a drive by of, of Rachel Maddow sitting there going, well, it didn't happen. So no more, no more talking about it. And that's the frustrating part. Again, we, we, we have to do the work and they don't. Highly recommend redstate.com, by the way, to all my viewers. It's one of the very few places I actually go get news anymore. I need you to elaborate for me for people who just now heard his name for the first time as they watched my show. Peter Dosok, who is this person? What did he do? He's the president of EcoHealth Alliance, and EcoHealth Alliance is a not-for-profit or nonprofit out of New York City that funds viral research around the, country, around the globe. And what their goal is is to identify viruses so that we can then at that point come up with vaccines and treatments for those viruses. But part of this funding of research goes to what they call gain of function. It essentially trains viruses to become more deadly and more transmissible. And that's essentially what we believe may have occurred with the SARS-CoV-2 virus, 
that there may have been some at lab accident that it got out and there may be the potential that it was intentionally released. I mean, these are all questions we need answers to, but the Chinese government has been stonewalling at every corner. Now, even our own government at, at here at Red State, we've done a FOIA request for numerous, uh, numerous emails and, and, and records from the NIH. And we've been told essentially by the NIH that we're not a real uh, media organization. So we have to wait in line with everyone else as opposed to getting expedited processing. So again, everyone's stonewalling everyone, but we're just want to ask the questions and then prevent, present the information to our readers. Scott, gain of function to make a virus more deadly. What exactly is the justification for that? Again, this whole idea is that they identify the virus and then we can come up with treatments. The, the, the idea is that sometimes these viruses do mutate in nature. And what they want to do is kind of predict the next mutation and then develop the treatments and vaccines. Unfortunately, we've now seen with COVID-19, all this research was for naught. We actually had to start at square, square one with our treatments and with our vaccines, as opposed to having kind of a, a head start with all this research we were supposed to have. So uh, the millions and millions of dollars that we've spent through the NIH, the DOD, the DHS, all these, all this research we've done kind of was for naught. And again, the question that keeps coming up is why were we doing this research in a Chinese military lab? That is, that is the million dollar question. Actually, if we look at the damage of the lockdowns, that's probably about the $15 trillion question, but let's set that aside for a moment. Let's get back to Hunter Biden real quick. Cause I did want to pick your brain on this. What do we believe Joe Biden's involvement in Hunter Biden's corruption is. How deep is Joe Biden intertwined? Obviously, there's some father-son overlap. That's inevitable. There's probably some help him out a little bit, son overlap. That's also inevitable. Is there is the Venn diagram just one circle, Scott? How deep is it? Well, you have to remember that it was Hunter using Joe Biden's access to Air Force Two that got him to a lot of these meetings. Hunter Biden was on numerous, numerous uh, Air Force One or Air Force Two flights to China during uh, the Obama administration. Uh, Joe Biden actually introduced Hunter Biden to Ukrainian officials where? In China in 2013. So these, all these, these connections have all been occurring all along. Uh, we know that Biden already had a very close relationship with Viktor Yanukovych, who was the president of, of the Ukraine for a while. Uh, we, we, these, these, these ties go back very, very far. And it's no question, I mean, we would all help our own sons out in business. But the question is whether or not it's okay in politics. And we know that that's not, we know that the case is that you can't abuse these, these relationships. And that's genuinely what Hunter's been doing. We were worried, we were told that, that Trump Jr. and Eric were gonna go and abuse uh, Trump's connections as president to benefit themselves. We have an actual case of it occurring when Biden, when Biden was vice president, and yet no one seems to care. No one seems to want to ask any one more questions. What do we believe about these paintings, Scott? Just really quickly, what do we believe? I, I'm half million dollars to an anonymous buyer. Look, I'll just tell you my first thought was, oh, I guarantee it was someone from China. I don't know that. That's just a guess. But uh, th that's what I thought. Right. So the question is, is where is, is where the laundering aspects of this this cash went? Uh, and in this particular case, I believe that that probably is the case that these paintings were sold as a result of some sort of laundering scheme of like, well, I was just selling pictures, so therefore I wasn't being paid for anything. But in addition, there's been time and time again where like, for instance, Hunter Biden received a $5 million loan from, from some Chinese officials 
and no one's questioning what it was for or why he was getting a $5 million loan from people he didn't even know, what collateral was offered. And if there wasn't any collateral offered, how are these people going to secure a $5 million loan against the son of the vice president of the United States, if not by influence to the vice president or whatever the situation may be? So again, it keeps going back to the fact these these they're legitimate questions to be asking. We have the evidence to suggest that this dust stuff did occur. So why can't we begin to ask questions? And why aren't those questions being answered by the Biden administration and Joe Biden himself? Scott Hounsel, everybody, redstate.com. Thank you, my brother. That was awesome. Thank you, man. Have a good day. We're not done yet. We got Jenny and Beth Martin. Hang on. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. What? Look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You, you want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a 1,000 at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. NWRetention.com. That's NWRetention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. reported by the New York Post that we can't authenticate. Never really explained to a general audience what those unsubstantiated charges were all about. Be verified. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Because Even the family hasn't. A very well focus on Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, and the potential disinformation that is filtrating. He again brought up unverified accusations about Hunter Biden's financial dealings. It's much better for Twitter to let people read the New York Post article and sit there and laugh at the hokey story. It, this one from the New York Post is almost like a, a, a B-rated version. Does it surprise you at all that this information Rudy Giuliani is peddling uh, very well could be connected to some sort of Russian government disinformation campaign? U.S. authorities are seeing if those emails we just talked about are connected to an ongoing Russian disinformation effort. Joining me now to talk about that and several other things is Jenny Beth Martin, co-founder of the Tea Party Patriots, also columnist with the Washington Times. Jenny, setting Hunter aside for a moment, as a nation, how can we survive with that level of disinformation pushed from our major media outlets? Well, I think it just shows that we have to pay attention to alternative networks because what is considered the mainstream media and traditional media, it's clear they have an agenda and they are going to push that agenda, whether it is truthful or not. Um, and we, ha I think that a lot of Americans understand that and we just have to keep looking for news sources that are trying to be honest with the American people and, and report the news, not just give opinion or lie. Jenny, here's, Jenny, here's my concern. 
I'm not worried about Jenny Beth Martin finding the truth on something. I'm not worried about me finding the truth on something. I'm worried about the people who decide elections finding the truth on something. The people who half pay attention, you know, you get home, dinner with the wife and kids, turn on the news for five minutes and that's how you get your news. Those people are still drowning in disinformation and don't know it. How do we get to them? Well, I, I think that it is much more challenging to get to them. I Our Super PAC Tea Party Patriot Citizens Fund actually filed an FEC, a federal elections complaint against Twitter during the last election cycle. Now, it has not been taken up yet, but we said that what Twitter was doing is essentially engaging in campaign activity in the way that they were um, censoring this particular story related to Hunter Biden. And it may be that we have to find alternative ways to break through and show that what's happening with the media really winds up being an in-kind campaign contribution rather than just reporting the news. I mean, we have free speech and the media has the ability in free press to to report things, but you also, if you're giving an in-kind contribution to a campaign, you have to report that you're doing that. Jenny, now, a lot of people don't realize you've been digging into Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings for a lot longer than the mainstream media has been. What have you found? How long have you been at this? Well, I've been looking at it really since that New York New York Post article came out last year, and it's difficult to find a lot of information on it, certainly from the mainstream media. There are alternative sources that have reported on it. The thing that concerns me the most about this is that it was not fake news. It was real news. Hunter Biden's business partner came forward and said that when they referred to the big guy in their text messaging, that they were actually referring to Joe Biden. And it, it ties directly to the man who is sitting in the White House right now. And it just makes me wonder what kind of deals did they have? What kind of deals did they have with China? And are we, um, how does that affect our country and our foreign policy and our, our national security? And it, I don't know the answers to that because it has not been fully investigated. Will it ever be? Or is this something we'll find out all the truth about this about 50 years from now when we're all dead and gone? Well, it's possible that it could be 50 years, that's for sure. But I think that what is is even more possible is that if Republicans win the House of Representatives in 2022, I think that we'll see a, an investigation into Hunter Biden and his business dealings, very similar to the Benghazi investigation that happened when Republicans had control under President Obama. And remember, when that Benghazi investigation Investigation, it ultimately revealed Hillary Clinton's private email server. It took a long time to get to the point where we found out about that, but the congressional investigation did eventually bear, bear fruit. And I think that if the Republicans win the House in 2022, that there is a possibility of an investigation into this. Four House Republicans who have jurisdiction on those committees or are, or on, are on committees committees that have jurisdiction have said they would investigate it. You think we'll impeach Joe Biden? Do you think the Republicans will have the guts to impeach Joe Biden? I mean, I realize that's the new thing now. You got to impeach the president. You don't like every 15 minutes. So Republicans going to have the guts <laughs> to do it? 
Well, I think that um, there's certainly we would wind up seeing that there are probably grounds to do that. Whether the Republicans do that or not, I I'm not. I never really hold my breath for politicians to do what I expect or or want them to do. I I do think that we will investigate, and then or the Republicans, if they get control, will investigate, and then we take it and see where where that investigation leads us. Um, and as far as will he be impeached or not, I don't think it's healthy for our country. To to constantly be impeaching presidents. Jenny, what do we know about Jill? I mean, we hear all these things about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. I mean, Jill is the mom. Mom tends to be fairly involved in the family. At least mine certainly is. What what do we know about Jill? Why is Jill never brought up? Joe is a half-functional adult. Surely Jill has her fingers in this pie. Yeah, I'm pretty certain that she does, but we don't really hear much about her at, at all. We certainly don't know much about her, but she's out there doing the role as first lady when the emails were released about what, Fau the Fauci emails were released the very next weekend, she was with Fauci in New York on a, a trip pushing vaccines. So she, they are using her for public appearances, but I don't think we know very much about her at, at all. Okay, when does this end? Where does this end for Joe Biden? I mean, do you see, obviously the Democratic Party can't have him there long term. They can't have him running for re-election, right? At some point in time, they're going to have to gently nudge him out the back door, aren't they? Um, I would I would imagine that, that that is correct. I think that most Americans, I, I think that most Americans realize he is so much older that it's difficult to imagine that he would be in the White House for eight years. I don't know exactly where this ends. I think they'll do everything they can to protect him so he doesn't, he's not impeached or removed from office, certainly for misconduct. The, the Democrats will do all they can to protect him, but there's a possibility that they try to open the door for the vice president to to move in as president or perhaps uh, to run for president in, in the next presidential election. Jenny Beth Martin, everybody. Thank you, Jenny. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. All right. We're not quite done yet. We'll be back. The president's son matters. The president's son matters. It does. It matters a lot, especially when the president's son looks to be this dirty and when the president himself looks to be really, really involved in helping his son out. The fact that Hunter Biden hitched a ride on Air Force Two to go secure communist Chinese money while Joe Biden was doing an official trip as vice president of the United States of America should be one of the top five political scandals of all time. And that is just, that's just the surface of how deep this goes. Who is buying Hunter Biden's artwork for $500,000 anonymously? Why are these things being done? How corrupt is the Biden family? Is this one 
grease fire kid that can't put down the crack pipe or is this family extremely wired in with some very 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 bad people and they've been peddling some influence for a long time don't we deserve to know the answer to these questions and why don't we have an american media that has already unpacked all of this for us and given us the information i'm not going to stop talking about hunter biden hunter biden being a disaster directly affects me and directly affects you because if he's dragging in the president with him well we have a real problem don't we all right we'll stay on it keep your chin up I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.